there is an indefinable, mysterious power that pervades everything. That power that can make a way out of nowhere. Today, the world, in the world, is so much suffering because of that one of prayer. Welcome, everybody, to the Prayer Revolution. So glad to have you here. My name is Doyal. I'm here with my good friend, Bira. And this is the Prayer Revolution, our daily prayer podcast. We come on here every morning and we say a prayer and then we discuss for 30 minutes um, the prayer itself or bringing the mood of prayer into our everyday lives and what it means to try to invite divine connection to guide our words, our actions, our decisions, um, and how we approach life. So we're glad that you're here and we're glad that everybody's here. We have a live Zoom group that tunes in every day. So glad to see all of our Zoomers. We have our Instagram livers here and all you out there in podcast land listening to our recordings. We're glad you're here too. Welcome. How you doing this morning, Vera? I'm doing good. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm appreciating just yeah, coming back to the simple, the simple grounded presence of God in my own heart, my own consciousness. I know if I don't start there, the rest is basically a disaster. Um, so I, I, I've gotten myself into some, some muddy waters throughout my life, and they generally started with not thinking about God. And so, um, yeah, so I'm, I am, I'm grateful, grateful to be able to come together with you guys to keep this as the foundation. And, and again, you know, as, as of yesterday, there's a lot of tension in the world right now at least that's what i'm i'm perceiving and experiencing through friends you know and, and different individuals that are reaching out to me personally or uh reaching out to the community so feeling that tension feeling that that intensity there and yeah asking myself that question again i don't have uh i don't have immediate answers or or immediate uh suggestions but just that i'm here like i'm, I'm, I'm willing to hear i'm willing to participate mm. and um in a, in, in a way of living, in a, in a way of being in this world, which is, which is truly, uh, yeah, which is truly synthesized and harmonious and supportive of every living species, of every person on the planet. So what that looks like exactly and how to reform that and how to, how to create that change, it's truly positive in a very practical way that I am, I am, um, searching my heart and also searching the hearts of friends and, and leaders in, in the world. And, but I'm, I feel a readiness to participate. And I know, I know where that starts for me. That starts with my relationship with God, my relationship with myself as a spirit soul. And, uh, and, and with that as a foundation, yes. Okay. Where, where do we go from there? And so that is, uh, that is on my mind and on my heart. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And grateful to be with you guys. And so with that, I mean, that, that is, that's the purpose. That is the purpose of our time together, no matter what's happening in our lives, no matter what's taking place in the world around us, to, to be able to recenter our consciousness, to be able to bring our heart back into a place where we, we're able to act from a place of compassion, we're able to act from a place of love. And that could look like a million different things. That could look like so many different things, practically but we want to come from that foundation. We want to keep investing and, and knowing there's an inner knowingness that propels us to action and compassion in a way which is aligned with our higher power, which actually leads to lasting change and positive effect in the lives of the people around us. And so that is, that's a foundation. That's, 
the purpose of our time to, uh, together, a simple, uh, a simple contribution to all of our lives to be able to connect in that way. And we pray that that inspiration is there to be able to step in into our life in, in a way which is, which is aligned. It is aligned with that and it is practical. People feel the effects of it. So let's uh, take a moment right now. Let's pause. And let's pause those thoughts. Let's pause the, the energy. Let's pause the so much that's going on right now. Let's just pause just for a moment. Let's pause the intake. Let's pause that. We've taken so much in throughout our life. We've taken in so many different experiences some pleasurable, some painful. Right now, the, the state of our mind and our consciousness is the sum total of our experiences in our life. So let's pause for a second right now to digest a little bit. Connecting to your breath. Starting to connect to the present moment just by hearing your breath, by feeling your breath moving in and out of your body right now. This is a time to process, a time to reconnect, time to feel that clarity within our own heart or feel that at least that we're starting to process and digest there's nothing that we have to do we're being just in this moment right now in this moment to process to be able to come back to that place of connection and then from there we do from that state of consciousness god consciousness spiritual consciousness my dear lord i pray to you today all of us together we're here in prayer that help us to connect to ourselves. Help us to connect to that spiritual knowingness within our hearts, the jiva doya, the compassion, the pure divine compassion of our hearts that is felt practically in the lives of others by the way that we live day in and day out through our actions, through our habits, through our thoughts, through our words. That compassion is felt when we are connecting deeply with ourselves spiritually, when we are connecting with you as the source of everything, when we're connecting there, we become instruments of change through our actions, through the way we walk through this world, through the way we be in this world. That effect is felt in the hearts of every person throughout this world in small ways and great ways, we all have our sphere of influence. Every single one of us is connected to others. And by the way we live and by the way we love, by the way we show up in those relationships, we can either be a reflection of everything that person is not. We can either be a, a schism where we create another friend or another enemy or through our action and through our consciousness spiritually, we can help that person to connect to that part of themselves. Your beloved child, St. Francis said, there was a time when I believed in words and he spoke so many words, but that it's through our actions, it's through our actions in our life, being in God consciousness, being connected to you, that positive effect has had, a positive effect that that takes us beyond the bodily conscious, that takes us beyond the immediate sufferings that we've experienced in this life, that takes us to a place that 
allows for us through the treachery, through the challenge, through the difficulties that we're facing to be able to respond with love. To be able to respond in a way that is aligned with you. And so I pray for all of us, every one of us that are listening right now, every person on the planet, that is going to be a unique response for you individually. And that before you act, that you connect deeply with yourself, that you connect with your higher power. And through that connection, pray to be an instrument of her will, of his will, in the lives of every person we come into contact with, through our words, through our thoughts, through our actions. We all have our sphere. We all have that area of life that we influence. Let us influence that area of our life with spiritual consciousness. Let us influence that part of our life, those people in our life with nonviolence, with discipline, with wisdom. And let us all feel that much closer to you, your unconditional love, that every person we know that lashes out in anger, every person that we, we know has to defend themselves due to oppression, every person is trying to connect with you underneath all of it, trying to connect with you. And somehow or other, the atmosphere in this world can become so hellish, can become so distracting. It can become so incompatible. It causes us to do things which we regret. causes us to do things that, that cover our soul even more. So I pray you are in our hearts. You're in the hearts of every person on this planet. Please activate yourself. Activate your voice. Let your voice become louder in all of our hearts, please move us to be agents of change practically by the way we live, by the consciousness that we bring to every moment in life. Please help us to do that. Please help me to do that today, my Lord. I stand to be corrected, directed. I stand to be suggested by your children, by friends that you've put into my life, how I can be more in integrity, how I can be a better person in this world, how I can have more compassion, more, more care for the suffering of others. Please work through us today, my Lord. We call out your holy names. We chant this Maha Mantra every single day for the same reason. Our prayers are for the same reason. Help us to reconnect to our original spiritual nature. Help us to reconnect to you. Help all of us to reconnect to that nature, the whole world to reconnect to that nature. We can see the change that we all so deeply desire to see in this world. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Baba. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your, your passion, your sincerity, your devotion, your care, your loving heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Go for it. What are you going to share? I was just going to share that I always, uh, always, always uh, felt and uh, described you as a walking heart. Mm. So I just kind of 
you're like a just a, a living heart compassion care and i appreciate it yeah yeah thank you for seeing that in me Doyle. i i know i know in my life that i have uh, i have been other than than a walking heart i've been you know um a walking teenage you know oozing teenager oozing with desire and selfishness and and still have you know those tendencies in my my heart my mind and thank you for seeing the best in me appreciate that it's beautiful yeah thank you thank you Mm -hmm. what 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 tell me more about what's inspiring your prayer this morning i was thinking about my mom and i was thinking about i was thinking about the uh then I was thinking about kind of my early upbringing. I was thinking about that. And, yeah. uh, and I was thinking about what, what makes somebody's heart, what makes somebody's conscience, what makes things important to people. And, um, and you know, so much of it is our childhood. Yeah. So, so much of it is our upbringing. So much of it is the values that we experience before we even knew how to speak and before we even knew how to make distinctions you know we were hating before we even knew you know what hate was you know or we were you know feeling um fear and you know the lack of security you know before we we could even walk you know so children have have experienced so many traumas in the world and, and we see that acted out throughout life. We see it in, in subtle ways and, you know, the lack of confidence and the insecurities that, you know, that are expressed throughout life. We see that. We see it from those early traumas in life and, and we see it in the gross ways. We see that as well. And the, the heinous acts of violence, we see that coming from a place of somehow or other, you know, that there's, there's some broken aspect of, uh, of man, of woman, mm. there's, a, there's a, a fractured part of our hearts and our consciousness that's so disconnected from the the nature of the soul. And and I was thinking about my life and, and thinking about like what um, you know, is I grew up in a majority Hispanic neighborhood. It was majority Hispanic, and then um, and then next from that African American, next from that white, and and now it's a it's it's a much nicer neighborhood now. It's so much. Um, yeah, the hardworking people of the neighborhood that really built things up and took care of their properties, bought their homes, put you know had a lot of pride in, in the way that uh, they lived, and so the, the whole neighborhood is raised up. And growing up in in the Hare Krishna movement, you know, I it's just yeah that the the bodily distinction, you know, just growing up with the foundation that I'm not this body, growing up with that foundation that you know, my best friend is African-American or Hispanic. I'm growing up in this certain neighborhood. I'm growing up with this. I'm not feeling that. And I'm not, I don't have that, that same, you know, that same frame of reference growing up with my mom. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, you know, it's like thinking out loud, like how is my, how is my psychology been formed in my life? You know? And, uh, you know, my best friends, you know, always like multicolored, going to international schools, people from all around the world, different, you know, living in ashram as a kid, people from all around the world thinking of my mom growing up as a single mother. Like why, why did I, I, I get this amazing sort of like feel like a, almost like a, uh, a bias toward women in my life growing up. I always had this, this major soft spot toward women in my life, you know, seeing their, you know, yeah. Seeing the, the suffering that they've gone through. Why? Because my mother, I saw my mother going through that. That's what I witnessed. That's what I was able to see. And, uh, 
And so, you know, what forms our consciousness from that early age? What is, what is the foundation of our consciousness from that early age? And that, that then leads us to so many different biases, so many different um, thoughts and, and patterns of habit and action. What leads us to that? Just reflecting on my own life just a little bit and just being able to see, okay, like I, I, I had a certain equation, you know, that led me to the thinking that I experience now in my life, you know, and, and every single one of us have had that. And, and how do we, we go in and actually cleanse that mirror of that thinking? How do we cleanse the, the mirror of the heart that actually what's, what, what Bhakti is sharing is that there isn't a violent, there isn't a violent part of the soul, you know, there isn't a hatred part of the soul. There isn't a separation. There isn't a friends and enemies part of the soul. You know, we've become so disconnected from that. And, and what actually helps us to, to reconnect to that consciousness, to be able to act from that consciousness. And that's, and I, I was sitting down in, in meditation today and I was just thinking, man, if I don't sit down and meditate, if I start my day with the foundation of my mind, I'm just moving from my conditioning. I'm moving from that conditioning, you know, that, that forgets, you know, that forgets the nature of the soul, that forgets that I have the ability to act from that place and that is, uh, that is needed. And that doesn't mean passivity. That doesn't mean, uh, uh, you know, sitting down in the house and meditating. No, like that means a cleansing of the heart to activate compassion, to activate compassion in a way that will help others to cleanse their hearts, help others to be able to awaken to that, that true compassion that will, will lead to a, to a real change in the world. And so I know I have a lot of work to do on that personally. I know that, I know that that is, um, I was thinking about, you know, yeah, if I wasn't meditating, I would just be a wreck. I would just be a wreck in my life. Like the times in my, if I look back on my life, like the times I've lived without strong connection to higher power, you know, recognizing that the only hope for me in this life is to really be able to purify my consciousness, my heart by connection to a higher power. When I look back on my life, like, I, like it's just suffering, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's outside, whether it's like the, the external circumstance of life, or it's just internal, the internal state of the consciousness, the, the, the depressions, the, 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 the voice, the negative voice, the darkness that's inside of every, every human being. And, uh, you know, without spiritual practice, where, where, where would I be? And so, you know, that's me personally. That's, uh, that's my conviction. That's the premise, the belief that I have in my life. And, and that uh, I take from the examples of the teachers before me, that I take from, from the, the spiritual literature that I've you know, read and studied in my life, that the state of my heart and the collective state of our hearts is the environment that we see in the world. That is it, you know, and, 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 uh, and so how do we actually awaken that? You know, how do we, how do we cleanse the heart in such a way that our actions, that our thoughts and our actions and our habits are stemming from that place? And that's the work that I'm doing. And, I, and, and like I said, you know, in the prayer, it's like I stand to be corrected. You know, any person that wants to come to me, any person, anyone that says, Vera, I feel you're out of integrity. Like, okay, like I want to hear that. I, w- I want to hear that voice. You know, any one of my friends that feels that I'm, I'm, you know, I could be doing more. I should be doing more. There's something that I'm neglecting. I pray that I have close enough friends and, and people in my life to be able to bring that to the table, 
bring that to the conversation and that it's a dialogue, right? That it's, I'm, I'm, I want to hear that. I want to sit and I want to be able to, I want to be able to hear that voice. I want to be able to hear the voice of suffering. And I know that I have a sphere. I know that, you know, that, that is, you know, that, that is what I'm responsible for. And, uh, and so I want to be responsible for that. And, and so that's for any of our friends that are out there, any, anyone that's on zoom, anyone that's on Instagram, anybody who is, um, yeah, anybody in our community, you know, that, that I've taken some responsibility for in my life, that my heart is open. And, uh, and I pray, pray to, uh, yeah, I pray to be in integrity more and more. And I know I have work to do. And so that's, that's my personal stance and, and um, my gratitude and, and my appreciation to friends that do bring that to the table for me. And so for all of us, you know, all of us that are there, that's a question that we constantly are asking ourselves. That's for anyone that's genuine on a spiritual path. That's for anyone who's genuinely on a path of awakening our higher consciousness, awakening our connection to God. That's a constant question. That's a question of the seeker. That is the, that is the heart of the question of the seeker. You know, that, my Lord, how can I be in alignment with your will? My Lord, that's, that's all I want. That's all I want. And, and if that is taking on a burden of, uh, of, of um, someone else's suffering and struggle to be there with them, to be there with them in that, Please direct me. Please guide me to be able to be that person, to be that instrument in their life. You know, that is, uh, that's the prayer. You know, every one of us, every day we're praying for that. And now it's, it's non-different. You know, this time is more escalated and more heightened. And the voices are screaming louder because they've been unheard. You know, that's when they get louder. That's when the voices get louder. That's when the acts of violence, because somehow or other, this is deep part you know, of, of, um, yeah, of ourself that has been unheard. And so it gets louder. So let us open our ears to be more understanding and to hear, to hear those hearts and to see how can we make a difference in the world? Ultimately, that's our benefit, you know, to be of service in this world and to make a difference in this world and in a practical way, positive way. It's connected to God. It's connected to God's will. That's our, that's our fortune in life to be able to have that prayer and have that consciousness and bring that to every day and every moment of our life. So that is for me. That is, that's my, my reflections, my beliefs, and, and um, that's my hopes. And uh, that is, you know, what I've understood from the path of bhakti. That's what I've understood from it. And, and that I believe all of us, all of us um, have that opportunity. It's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think a lot of people are resonating. And I was talking with a friend yesterday and um, we, we shared with each other that um, if everybody is speaking, then no one is listening. Mm-hmm. And I think that in a time like this, for some of us, there's, a, there's an urge or even an anxiety of like, what do I say? What do I do? Like, wh- what can I do? And I think that sometimes some of, I think there are some people um, who need to be speaking. They have wisdom, they have experience, they have been unheard and, and they need to share. And for some of us, it's a time to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes in our sort of frenetic urge to kind of be in the conversation, I gotta say something and it's like, we end up pretending that we're something that we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's it, um, you know, 
it's a time to, to for some of us to, to listen and to be there to be invite people in to hear voices of perspective that maybe we haven't heard before mm-hmm. you know? um and so you know i remember you know uh topics of of, of race or racial injustice etc come up regularly i mean this is i mean th- we're in a time where i think you know, something happened that the world has seen and there's outrage from it. Um, but throughout times when, you know, there, there's been times even in, in news recently of over the years of, you know, there was times when so many politicians and entertainers were coming up with pictures of them uh, showing blackface and old photos or people making comments or, or, you know, this is the first time a police officer has killed a person of color on duty. Um, you know, and every time it comes up, you know, there's these discussions about it that take place. And very oftentimes, if you're watching the news or something, it's oftentimes a group of white people talking about racial injustice. And, you know, and, and people of color are watching, they're like, how, how is this a properly represented conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that for some of us, even yourself and me, like, you know, two white men grew, growing up in, 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 in America, um, even though if we did grow up grow up in in multicultural uh, neighborhoods, I grew up in Southern California, which is a heavily Hispanic neighborhood where I live. You mentioned you grew up in a Hispanic and also black neighborhood. Um, but still, what I'm finding for myself is that, wow, like this this really is a time for me to be listening. Mm-hmm. It's a time for me to be inviting people into a conversation for me to understand more. Um, what's happening and, I, and I'm hearing that from you you know you're so humble and sincere mentioning you know I stand to be corrected I stand to put into I, I stand to be brought into greater integrity you know rather than it's like okay I, I know exactly what the solution here is I know what I'm gonna say and I know what I'm gonna do it's really like okay wow I I I need to be educated and I am willing to do it in a humble way that is inviting people into my life to like, I'm here, I'm here as a vessel of service. I'm really here as a vessel of service. And I need you to help me understand what's the best way that I can serve. And I think that that is the spiritual mindset at the heart of any true spiritual journey. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to ask Krishna. That's what we're trying to ask higher power at every moment. I want to be a vessel of service in this world, but please, please invest me in that knowledge and understanding that courage to be that vessel of service. And sometimes it comes through prayer when we bring that prayer to God. And sometimes it comes through conversation with other people and individuals in our life. Mm-hmm. What does it mean for me to be an empathetic voice? Mm-hmm. Martha's painting, sure. Be quick to listen and be slow to speak, you know? So I'm just appreciating hearing that a little bit and what you're sharing. Um, and some of the phrases I stand to be corrected or, I want to be brought into higher integrity. I want to listen and to hear and to empathy. Um, I'm experiencing that for myself and, and um, hearing that for others also that we want to, uh, yeah. Sometimes there's a time to speak and sometimes there's a time to listen. Sometimes there's a time to learn and a time to grow. And um, um, I'm appreciating you bringing that up for us. Yeah, Baba, appreciating and hearing you also. I appreciate hearing you and and that's that is i mean you're you're summing it up i mean that is that's a space that's a space is that yeah let our hearts open let let that that mood of understanding let that come into all of our conversations now and forever 
let that be what we bring to the table, the mood of understanding, that mood of grace, that mood of compassion, that mood of seeing how can I be, how can I be more in integrity? How can I be more aligned? That's just, that's now, now it's being heightened and now and forever. Let that be, let that be the case. And so, as I mentioned, you know, to any of you guys that feel your voice is unheard, then uh, that's, that is why we're here. We're here to also to, to bring that to the table. If there are questions or there's, there are insights or there are challenges that you're facing, whether that's individually or if that's something that you share with this group so that that voice can be heard. doesn't mean that we have an answer to uh, all of the world's problems or, or this, this great uh, crisis and challenge that we're facing right now. We're not claiming to you know, know how to perfectly strategically plan and from the heart spiritually and how to create that change. You know, but we want to know and we want to be a part of that. And that's, uh, that's what the Bhakti Center is committed to. And I appreciate it so much. You know, Jay and I were reflecting on it the other night. You know, though, so many of us, I don't, I don't know what the, what the world will, will, will uh, present to us going forward. But I just think about Thursday night cure times and just think about the, the racial, social, economic, um, you know, uh, diversity, right? Think of the diversity in a Thursday night cure time. And, and that that's, that's, we believe in that. We believe in that unity and diversity. We believe in it based on, a, on the principles of ahimsa of nonviolence. We believe that that's possible. And we've seen little glimpses of it. We see that in the world. We see little glimpses of it. And that so much, you know, there's so much that needs to take place for us to be able to see that in every sector of society. So much needs to take place. So as a community, we're dedicated to that. And if there's any way that we can, we can more greatly uh, serve that, then that's what we're here for. Thank you so much, Doyle. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. I've been muted on Zoom. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We love you guys so much. And we're super grateful that you're here. We hope you guys can tune in every day. Some of you guys are here every day. We look forward to seeing you. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to get into our Zoom group, send us a message. We're happy to keep in touch with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, every day, next time. Mm -hmm. Take care, everybody. Mm -hmm. Take care, Doyle. Take care, everybody. Hari, hari.